We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey kids, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to... I'm Grandmam. See? That was easy. You're getting so much better. We're getting so good at this. Shout out to all our mammies. How's everyone doing? (laughs) We're going to just keep saying mammies until you adopt it and make it happen. It needs to catch on pretty quick. It has done. Like... Hello, we're actually still in shock at how... I'm blown away. I'm overwhelmed by the response to episode one. I feel like this is what being a minor celebrity on Love Island is like. Oh, I know I'm joking about it and I'm like, I was kind of taking the piss on Instagram and stuff, but I feel like I am an influencer now. (laughs) (laughs) Like Barry's will have to sponsor us soon. No, but I I googled, I goes, how to get the blue tick verification on Instagram. Like, how do I go about doing it? Because, like, we have blown up. We made it to episode two. And it was a struggle recording episode one, but we got there. We got there, we're here. Look, that's all that matters now is that we're here. Yeah. We're queer. (laughs) Deal with it. (laughs) No, but like, I feel like we learned loads from the first episode. First of all, we have the world's dirtiest tongues. Like, there was so much content we had to exclude because we were effing and blinding. That's one of the first things my mum said to me. She was like, you need to stop cursing because I'm actually mortified I won't be able to go to no super value in the morning because everyone's (laughs) going to be talking about you. My mum said, she was like, I love how you did the bleeps. That was very good. She's like, how did you do that? I was like... I just said PJ made the noise himself. <laughs> PJ's a beatboxer. PJ <laughs> beatboxes in his spare time. So what else have we learned? So yeah, we need to count down with the cursing. Um, we, I, I'm enrolling in speech and language therapy. Yeah. Because I'm the biggest mumbler. Guys, we're starting a GoFundMe campaign <laughs> to get PJ to some elocution lessons. It's mad, like. And especially because I thought I was after getting better since I moved away. Because when I first moved to London, like, I'm not messing with no one could understand me. Yeah. But now, like, I thought that I was grand. Um, also, we've also realised how much work goes into making a podcast. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It's not just recording and 
put it out there kind of vibes. So we thought we bought the microphone and we were set and we were going to be chalking them out like left, right, and center. Yeah, it is just really hard. So we thought that we'd be able to do one every week, but we think it's going to be now like fortnightly. Also, if we're going to do it every two weeks, it just means that we're under less pressure to like put things together in a really short space of time. So like ultimately, the content we'll be producing will be better. Um, so oh, there's one more we need to address also guys this is very important because we have received some um... so the queen rang me earlier <laughs> and I'm just going to have to issue a public apology to Meghan Merkel you got it right babe I'm so sorry like I'd slip of the tongue like it went like people were everyone was messaging me her name is Meghan Merkel. We know her name and going forward. We know her name. We stand by her and everything. Yeah. Sorry. And like, yeah, that's it. I think we need to get t-shirts made saying... Sorry, Meghan. Merkel, not Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that's, our, that's our hashtag. Hashtag Merkel, not Michael. Oh my God, that should have been the title of the last episode. When we're at the Royal Variety performance, <laughs> uh, I'm going to actually be mortified when I meet her. Oh my God. I heard George has started calling her Megan Michaels just to piss her off. <laughs> we have to stop. George, we love you. Oh, we love you, George. Oh my God, that's another thing we have to put on a t-shirt. We love you, George. Oh my God. Or Me like too. just Prince George gay icon or something. Prince George and then just like a pride coloured t-shirt. <laughs> oh, one more time, just back to when we were thanking people, we have to thank... Um, our incredible logo designer Alana Calvert from County Cork who is just so fab like we're actually obsessed obsessed with, with the, the logo. logo yeah she's fab and stay tuned for merchandise because like <laughs> oh my god we must get all the merch I want to get a crop top with I want to get a tea towel with it on tea towels is such a good angle for us for our like niche market for our mammies and be weak for tea towels oh my god how cute would a phone cover looking that baby pink oh my a biodegradable <laughs> recycled phone cover we could do a keep cup keep oh cup. my god but you're not to use it for coffee only tea so that we're still staying on brand yeah if you put coffee into it it'll erupt and yeah. explode in your hand yeah if you put coffee into it it's homophobic <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so taking our learnings going forward and remembering what we promised, we're delivering our first theme. Our theme for this week is... Coming Out. Alexa, play I'm Coming Out by Diana Ross. <laughs> she takes I'm so long. Out by Diana Ross she needs to speed on Amazon up. Music. Oh! Coming! The year was 1993. <laughs> Kevin Toomey hitch-kicked out of his mother's womb. <laughs> and I just said... <laughs> Get that fanny away from me. Oh, you can't say that. He just said, never again. I'm never looking at one of those. Stop. We can't put that in coming. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Mom, sorry if you're listening. I can't believe I just said fanny. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Mortified. Okay, but yeah, that's a good intro for the yeah. topic. So um, the topic is coming out, episode two, because we were like, we can't really progress with this podcast if you don't know, like, the, like, the story of how we came out. Because I feel yeah. like that's, like, a crucial moment in any gay man's life. Being gay is a huge part of my identity, like. Yeah, it is. You think, like, when you're growing up and you're like, oh, well, 
I'm just going to be the same person and I'm not going to yeah. change now that I come out. I'm just going to still be me. But you actually do like... You unlock something inside you because you feel like you can be like... That's very deep. But like you do. You, you feel like you can finally just be yourself, not second guess yourself and just say things without thinking because you're, you're not afraid of hiding this secret. God is love. Rev run. <laughs> so I think it is important to address here also that we do recognise the fact that we're very fortunate with regards to our coming out stories as such. Yeah, obviously everyone doesn't have like uh, as good of an experience when they do come out. But what I would say is though that like I've never met someone who has come out even if they had a bad experience that would take it back. So yeah, like, exactly. If you come out, it's good for you. Exactly. No, and there are people there to support you and like it's better to live a life of truth. You know what I mean? Jesus, we got very serious there. Jesus God. Jesus. <laughs> Can we say Jesus? Jesus God. So I think we need to address before we go on to the actual act of coming out and telling people like the massive red flags from when we were children <laughs> that we were flaming homosexuals. <laughs> well, like I always knew growing up that I was different. I don't know. I just I never I didn't recognize it as being gay, but I knew there was a difference. Something off. Yeah. yeah. Generally, like camp or like or like gay or in quotation marks, like children doesn't doesn't necessarily mean they're gay. Yeah. Just because, you know, you're interested yeah. in something that's typically associated with the other gender doesn't mean you were gay growing up it's yeah. we're children and we're innocent you know what i mean I, there are red flags as well i'd the yin and yang going the whole time i'd the gay and the straight like you know how to play that game i was just no i i can do both honey she's she's <laughs> versatile <laughs> no but like the first time i met you like i was like gay 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 yeah. gay gay <laughs> <laughs> it was going off, honey. It was going beep beep, boom boom, boom boom, scash scan. My gator exploded into a Lady Gaga tribute. Yeah, well, like I do have like these moments, like that I can still remember that I kind of thought, looking back now, that was me being gay. Yeah, like there was a moment I remember. There's this guy, and I can't say names for fear because actually, because we've gone so global, he could potentially be listening, and it'd be so weird. But I wanna. Make it known that what I was. If he listens it. and then comes to London to say, Me too, Kevin. <laughs> Me, I think we need to say his name. I'm not saying his name because <laughs> it's so fucking weird. But the thing is, it's even weird talking about it because obviously I was a child. Like, it was in primary school. If right? you remember this story, Mystery Man, you drop us a DM and we will reunite you. <laughs> but I remember it wasn't any more than first class, so I'd have been what, like seven or eight? Maybe. Mm-hmm. And the teacher said, okay, who wants to sit next to her? Boop. And I... You were like, her. oh, honey, you ain't got to tell me twice. <laughs> you started voguing over to the table. You said, kakara, 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 boom. Yes, hey, cutie. And, <laughs> but I remember thinking, my arm is going to fly out of my socket. <laughs> and I was like, I was touching the ceiling. And I was what like... Seven or eight, and I was like, I just really wanted to next him because I like it's because I thought he was cute, you know what I mean? And I was there was, and I know I was young, and people say have different opinions on like when does attraction come into it. But I was like, oh my god, she's hot, get me (laughs) sitting next to her. And I remember being so nervous sitting next to him. Sis teacher knew she was like, oh honey, (laughs) let's pick Kevin, he wants to get over there. She was like, she was still a black in you, she was like, blind date, (laughs) you were you, honey. She goes, you've done that work, get in there and make me proud. <laughs> so if that boy remembers that first class seat oh change and you felt it too, DM us for Kevin's It's scary love. that I remember. I just remember when I was young, all my friends' mams 
used to be weak for me because like I was always the first to compliment when they got their hair done oh me too you know I think it tells <laughs> that you're gay you notice when women get their hair done all mams love you yeah um, I was going to say you're clean but you're like next level Marie Kondo yeah. like throw it away if it doesn't smack joy clean I know as well at the school parties you know and I went to an all boys school all the lads would be out doing bits I'd be inside having the chats with the mams having a scream <laughs> And that again was primary school, so that was like major red flag, Gaylord. I, my first red flag when I was younger, looking back on it, I don't know what I f- feel it then, but I used to be obsessed with sk- silk scarves. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love them. I think I was about three years old. <laughs> I think I was about three years old, but my mum had a box of like silk and like g- pure oh. glam fabric scarves and yeah. I used to be loving them and really? it like tags off like obviously the first was like tags off pillows and stuff but then I couldn't rock that as a look so she started giving me her chiffon really? I was Come on, chiffon. and then so I think that was the first time I was like oh my god this is a bit weird because I remember yeah. a, what, like a passing comment or something being like oh look at him like fairy or really? whatever I remember I always wanted to try on my mum's heels but I there was an awareness at the back of my head that if I did that, then I was almost definitely gay. You know what I mean? So I couldn't Kevin, do we're it. we're putting you in heels this weekend and you are addressing <laughs> that shame. Other, um, other times I thought I was gay was that, well, thought, knew I was gay, was that I did love just hanging around with the girls and like doing things that I felt more comfortable around girls. And then what I used to always be, I used to always get kind of scared when people used to ask me when I was younger, like, oh, is that your girlfriend now? Yeah. Or... I remember being like, I need a girlfriend because I don't want one, but I feel like I need one because everyone's asking me, do I like her? And exactly. I, was about, I was about seven as well. So it's like, they think it's weird being like, oh, guys don't know they're gay when they're that young. or But then you have the whole society in Ireland being like, do you have any girlfriend in school? But that's the thing. But I remember I was definitely the last person in my friendship group to kiss a girl. So like, if you're not from Ireland, we call it meeting and like you know <laughs> i used to always avoid going to the discos like even though that's like a coming of age yeah like milestone for young people in ireland is like your first teen disco i used to just panic thinking about them and i remember at my first disco and what would happen is you'd go around and <laughs> your friends would ask girls like to meet you yeah what was that about you would literally just go you i would remember i used to be the one to do the asking because i was really fat when i was younger right but like um, you used to be like oh go over there and ask her to meet me and then you would just walk up to this girl it's and be like list. sorry will you meet my friend over there and then she'd be like yeah and then but, she'd go over and kiss him but I remember on my first one like when people were asking for me or like sometimes like I'd get a girl ask me about her friend and I remember just being like no <laughs> not with those <laughs> shoes honey <laughs> not with those pumps oh my god get that rara skirt out of my face is that a kitten heel <laughs> I think when I really started thinking about the whole gay thing was when that was the go-to insult when people, Mm. you know, if I got an argument with someone in school or something and they'd say, uh, like, they'd call me faggot or they'd call me gay or something. And like that, that's when that affected me because I'd be like, well, why is everyone calling me the same word? Yeah, me too. Oh my God. I used to always be like, well, it's obviously everyone's always thinking it and they just, they just use it as a slur when they get angry at me. Yeah, exactly. Because like some people would just say, your mom or something to yeah. someone, but they'd always call me gay. Yeah. And I'd be like, or 
did, did someone say to my sister before or something like your brother's so gay so that was the thing my so I went to the same secondary school as my two older brothers so when I was in first year I remember my brother's friends like they used to call me Sergey for some reason oh no and I remember at the time I used to hate it because as well Sergey's a fat name now though I'm kind of weak for Sergey in a way but also like I remember at the time um, like I'd always be mortified as well if they said in front of my brothers because I was like there was an acknowledgement of oh my god I'm embarrassing my older brothers because I'm the young I'm gay actually lad. so emotional here because I'm thinking yeah, of all the past trauma. <laughs> I'm literally up the walls. I'm going to be bawling. I'd be on the wine in a second. I'd be throwing away the berries. I had a Spice Girls uh, poster in my room and I remember, this is ridiculous, but I was obsessed with Baby Spice and I don't think any of my siblings know about this so they're screaming now if they're listening but I used to go up and brush. <laughs> Brush baby places there with the brush <laughs> on the poster. On the poster, I used to be like, "Oh my god!" So I eventually just accepted I was gay, but I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm gay, but I'm not going to ever come out." I never had a girlfriend growing up, and I knew I could never have one. Very much for that reason, like on nights out, yeah, when I started drinking when I was eighteen, like. I'd end up kissing girls on night out, but like it would always oh, be fun. Player, <laughs> Kevin going up to all the girls like, "Hey, babe." No, but like I used to just pass it off as like a laugh, and maybe and like I'd have to be pretty drunk, you know what I mean? Mm. But then the weird thing is, it got to a point where I felt I was so paranoid that I felt on a night out, even if I was kissing a girl, like. I sometimes felt that they were doing it for a laugh, like kissing the gay fella, or I felt like that oh. other people were looking at me being like, oh, look at that poor girl kissing the gay fella in the room. You know oh, what I mean? Because no. I just thought everyone in this room knows I'm gay. That's when it became an issue for me. A huge insult for lads, like, growing up yeah. was to be called gay. And they yeah. would get so offended, and it's like... And that's why I hate, like, these days when someone says, oh, don't do that, like, that's gay or whatever. No, because it's like... There's children going up who are hearing that and just yeah, it's so associating bad. the word gay with something bad or negative, and it's like that is damaging. You know what so I mean? So damaging. Like Lizzie McGuire is an icon. Have you ever seen that <laughs> video where someone turns to her? She's in this. She's in this department store. Lizzie McGuire, Hilary Duff, the actress. She's in this department store, and some girl goes, "That top is so gay." And really? then Lizzie McGuire comes out of nowhere and she goes, "Being gay isn't an insult. That's not cool." Yeah. A cute tap by the way And walks away And I'm I'm like Oh my oh. god Let's link that episode I'm, I'm going to have to put it. For it I was living for it I was like Lizzie McGuire Is a gay ally That's ridiculous I love it For those of you Who don't know who Lizzie McGuire is Look, look her up. up Look her up she, Why would people not know Who she is If you don't know who she is Stop listening to this podcast Because it's so irrelevant Our um, film is also iconic Oh the Lizzie McGuire movie Again another coming Another of age gay classic Gay moment Was Sing for me, Paolo. Have you ever seen such a beautiful... That is a pride anthem, because then she goes, Now everything's technicolor. Oh my God. Hey now, hey... If that is... isn't a Eurovision Song Contest entry, oh I don't God. know what is. Again, another gay flag. Like, did I miss a Eurovision? No, I didn't. <laughs> I think we just have a Eurovision episode. Oh my God, because it's coming, well, it'll be in the next few months. So yeah, we could definitely do a Eurovision special. I think as well, though, it's important to note that, like... You do have some really dark thoughts and we're saying mm-hmm. all the funny kind of like bits that we felt kind of uncomfortable or like red flag bits like that we're making a joke out of but you do actually get quite de- like depressed basically. Yeah but like there is I remember like so many sleepless nights throughout my teenage life where it was just at the back of my head and yeah. I couldn't go to sleep because I was thinking 
I'm so fucking gay. I'm the gay Lawrence. Yeah. But like, and again, I'm laughing about it because, surprise, yeah. surprise, that's my like coping mechanism. But like it was, it was like where I just couldn't sleep. That's why you look better now because you're getting a proper night's sleep. <laughs> that's why you look better since you came out. <laughs> When I was younger, I the thing where I just wanted someone to ask me, was I gay? Really? Like, I, I don't know why. I just wanted... No one ever, like, sat me down and was like, PJ, like, are you gay? Yeah. And I wanted someone to do that so I could be like... Oh, my God. See, that was one of the things that, like... You feared. Definitely feared. Like, my mum, she used to say, oh, well, sure, you'll never have a girlfriend kind of a thing. Like, in my head, that was her being, like, knowing I'm gay. Oh. You know I mean? And as well, like, she'd be getting ready on a Saturday night, my mum. And watching this. We'd all be in the house. My sister Sarah would be in the room as well, in our downstairs, yeah. and she'd be like, Kevin, come up here. She'd go, Does that look alright on me? Well, if you see the way Sarah dresses, I won't be asking her for advice either. <laughs> I'm joking, Sarah. Sarah, I'm only messing. I'm only messing, Sarah. Oh She's gonna kill me. So even from a young age, I was a gay style icon. I used to do my mum's hair. Really? I used to blow dry oh, her that's hair. That's so cute, though. I still do. It? When I go back now, she'd be like, um, Say, oh, PJ, do my hair now in a minute. And I'd be getting well into it. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm um, Michael Guiney in Cork, the hairdresser. Is that his name? No, that's the, that's the clothes shop. Michael Guiney, you're John so Gainey. John Gainey. John Gainey. I'm really bad with names. You're so t- John Gainey. It's a hairdresser's in Cork called John Gainey. Michael Guiney. <laughs> Michael Guiney is a, is a department store in Cork. You go in there for the bits. You go in there for your linens. So, right. For me... I came to London, went to, um, started going to a musical theatre college, um, and I was, like, just seeing all these gays, like, being themselves, and I was like, oh, I, like, was getting the courage to come out, and then, like, I was like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna come out this year, I knew it was gonna be sometime this year, and then, like, unfortunately, like, a few months after I moved here, like, my dad passed away, um, which was obviously, like, the worst thing ever, I went back to Ireland, and I, like, he was in a coma when I got back there. He was the first person I came out to, which is, is, I'm actually getting kind of emotional because, but he was like, he was in a coma and like, I went into the room. I was having this like, crazy, like weird, like moment when like, I was the only one in the room and they were saying like, they were saying like, people can still hear you when they're in a coma. And I was like, I'm going to have to tell him I'm gay because like, this is it, like basically. And I was like, um, that I'm gay. Like waiting for the response. (laughs) Sure, he was giving me nothing. He was in the coma. And then, and then I just like I I felt like, like I, even though he didn't respond, I just felt like way better for just saying for it. Having told your dad, yeah. So that's then, amazing. You know what? I never knew that you had told your dad. Did you not? Like he was it's the first no person I ever told. Knew. And then obviously he died, and there was a whole funeral and stuff, and they didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Until I went back to London, and then yeah, you're not going to tell him. But I was like, you're not I was like, I was like, weekend. oh, just by the way, well, we're burying my dad there. I'm gay. They'd be like, Jesus, the gays. We always turn around the spotlight, don't they? <laughs> As you going up for communion, and you go, yeah. <laughs> by the way, lads. By the way, I'm gay. Yeah, no, but like it was, I was up to ninety, and it was really, it was a really was, hard time in my life. But was there a, um, and I know obviously, like you said, your dad wasn't responsive because he was in the coma, but. Was there still that weight lifting yeah, that on was shoulders nice. because you had told a person and you had actually shared it? Yeah, it was like, I said it out loud, you know? Yeah. And that was, I think it was the first time I ever said it out loud to uh, to a person, but like, I think out loud to myself as well. Wow. So like, I just remember being like, I, I felt better, but also felt terrible because I didn't know that he, how he responded. Mm-hmm. I always, like, I always thought he knew though, like, okay. and I, I think he wouldn't be surprised if by it, you know? My dad always knew I was gay, I think. And I think I know. I think you just know that people know. But um, 
obviously I'd but also know. you're his son and he loved you and like yeah. whether even he knew or not that you were gay and stuff like you know there's no doubt that he'd be so proud of yeah. you you know what I mean so yeah I'd be, I'm going to cry now so let's move on yeah, so sorry. you're coming out but like sorry but do you want to talk about beat that how- bitch <laughs> Oh Be that moment, honey. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how it snowballed for you, like once you told your dad, and like, um, went back to London. Obviously, I was up to ninety, so my priority was, and then come out to everyone. It was like, let, let me grieve my father, like, and yeah. I was trying to get back into college and stuff like this. Whole other episode, but um, then I, you had to come out then in stages. So basically, I couldn't just be like, I want to just like megaphone Facebook status. I know why people do them coming out videos on YouTube now because it's just way Easier. more convenient. Oh my god, less stress. Then I had to come out in stages. So then the person, the first person I told who could respond to me was Connie, my housemate. I told her, yeah. and then after that, I was like, I'm just sick of being nervous telling people, and I'm just over it. So I'm just going to be really nonchalant. So then I told my other housemate, Linia, I was just like. I, from the living room I was like Linia I'm gay she was like what I was like yeah gay <laughs> <laughs> and then and then from then on I was like that's my thing I'm just going to be really nonchalant and tell everyone so I think the next person was my sister Lindsay so I was going back for my nephew's christening and she was still at home uh, and she collected me from the airport Grand taxi she was like how, how, how are you I was like Grand how are you up too much and I was like no and then she was going around the roundabout by the Cork airport and um, I was like she was like any news I was like yeah I'm gay she was like, what? No, I was like, no one gay. She was like, what? Like, then he crashed in the car. She's like, are you serious? I was oh like, yeah. God. I was like, Peach, I, I don't know how to tell you. So this is the way. Told her that way. Then like, um, when I was coming out to my sister and my mum, there's a whole story about how my sister Elaine found out through the grapevine because Cork's so small and I felt so bad. But that's another story. But um, then coming out to my mum, I was like, mum. So she was out in the backyard with my sister. We were having a few drinks. Went into the living room, took a deep breath. I was up to 90 now, all right. Down to glass of wine, fills oh, it up oh. again. It's weird, the feelings are coming back. It's yeah, weird. oh, so the feelings are up in my chest. Then I goes, um, Ma'am, you never guess who's gay then. She was like, Who? I was like, No, you wouldn't guess now. I was pure dragging out. Me walking I love out. it though. Me. <laughs> Her. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm gay. Elaine then looking looking like this in between the boat. Looks at me, looks at my ma'am, looks at me, looks at my ma'am. Oh my god. Ma'am. Alright, like, it's fine. Are you serious? Yeah, and then I was like, are you okay with it? Like, and then I think, obviously it was a huge shock because I was just dropping these bombs on people because that's how I de- dealt with coming out with people. Dropping all these bombs on them. And for my poor mum, like, didn't know how to process it. She was telling me it took her, like, she, she was grand with it. She told me she was grand with it, but then later on she told me, like, it did take her a while to process, like. Yeah. And then everyone's saying, like, obviously PJ was gay growing up to, like, my sisters and my aunts and stuff. And they were like, no. Like PJ was our son growing up, and he was himself. That's yeah. the thing. They were like, I didn't know I was the gay, the the, the gay. Like until like when I came out, they were just like, now it's only clicking with them. Like, yeah, you were so gay growing yeah. up. But like people, but as well, were, it's because you were their brother. You were yeah. your son. Like she just saw it as you being you, which is lovely in a way. You know yeah. what I mean? It was meant to. That's crazy. I remember when you came out to me. And you kind of, well, we kind of came out to each other the same night, which is hilarious. Was this my birthday? Your birthday, yeah. We... It was my 21st, but I was Langers and everyone came and I just, I came out to you. Where did I come out to? I don't remember. In the back room on the side that no one really goes to. You know, everyone, Irish person has in the house, the back room or whatever. Yeah, but, the uh, other room. The other room. Oh, take, take them into the other room now. But yeah. um, our mutual friend Aideen had told you about me and you were like, you have something to tell me, do you? Oh, yeah. And then you were like... It's all right, I'm gay as well, but you were a lang or a drunk, and I was like, what's going on? One of the first people I told was Padraig, yeah. and I remember, even though I'd accepted it finally in my head, I was like, 
even just uttering the words and I think this rings true for a lot of gay people is that like it's just so hard to say and I remember I was like okay the only way I'm going to be able to say this we were on a night out and I was like I'm going to have to get so drunk that it just goes out but you won't believe not condoning like abusive alcoholics no definitely not like looking back probably not a good shout but like that was the only way I saw it being like feasible you know what I mean was if I got really like langers so literally spent so much money on drink that night and kept like going up to him in the club to be like tell him and just couldn't and kept stalling then the end of the night I was like I need to tell him and we were getting going into a taxi and he was like I was like hang on there a second I need to tell you something and he was like what and he was like just get into the taxi got into the taxi I was like do you want to tell the taxi driver (laughs) couldn't tell him so literally like a silent journey back to his house got out of the taxi and he was like see and I was like oh my god I'm never going to tell him anyway it was lashing rain Taxi driver's about to pull off, and I just went, hang on. <laughs> so I hopped out of the car, lashed the green. Podrick's just like in the keys out to like go into his house. This is like a movie. Ran up, dripping wet. And I just said, wait. And he said, what are you doing? He was like, get back into the taxi. And I was like, I need to. And I was like, Podrick, I'm gay. And he was like, what? And he was like, oh my God. And he like just hugged me. And I was like, I had to tell you. And he was like, hugged. And he just, <gasps> but then really weirdly, he just goes, I think I am too. And I was just like, what? And then we kind of just brushed over that really quick. And he was like, okay. He was like, you need to get back in the taxi. He was like, I love you. And we'll talk about this tomorrow. And he's like, I'm so glad you told me. And he hugged me. And I went home and I just, I was buzzing in the back of the taxi. Oh. The taxi driver obviously thought I was demented. Because he was like, what does ensue there? <laughs> you were like, taxi driver, play Kelly Ray Jepsen. <laughs> then when it came to like telling my family, I remember I just didn't want to go. I think I was, so I was 20 years old. I was like, right, I'm going to tell them all before the end of the year. So... Literally kept putting it off. Then it came to New Year's Eve and I was going to my friend's house and I was like, right, well, I have to tell him by today, otherwise I'm in the new year. You yeah. know, that just kind of was going through my head. And my mum was dropping me to my friend's house and I was like, oh my God, I got to tell her again in the car. Like, caveat, like, don't tell people in the car because, like, people are driving. Yeah, my sister like, nearly crashed when I told honestly, her. Honestly, so we were coming down the hill and then she was like, you know, like, she was like, you seem a bit quiet. And they were like going up to the house and I was like, yeah, yeah, um... Kind of looking out the window, I was like, "Yeah," just, and I literally just went, "I, I think," I was like, "I'm gay," and she just went, "What?" And she like pulled in the car. We were coming down Danny Hill and I was like, "Oh my god!" She goes, "Why are you telling me in the car?" Oh my god! And she was literally had her hands on her head, and she was like, "And I was like, I'm sorry," and I was like crying, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I was like, "I needed to tell you," and she was like. Like, but then the weirdest thing, and I knew, like, I'm so close to my mum, and I knew she was going to be fine, but she was just like, and the thing is, nothing can kind of prepare them for it, because it's her first time hearing these words uttered by someone. From her son, yeah. And I think as well, what does flash for a lot of loving parents is, when they hear their children are gay, it's like, the concern is for their safety. It's always that. You know what I mean? I think that's what was my mum's biggest And I think that's was. where the panic comes from, um, it's because they're they automatically grow worried for us and how we're going to be treated by the rest of the world yeah um but anyway told her and she just went right and she was like don't tell your father because basically it was like christmas time new year yeah and he was off work for two (gasps) weeks and she was like it'll be too awkward in the house she's like wait till he goes back to work because honestly like it'll just be easier and i was like what but i was like i want to tell him now i want to don't want to go into the new year with With this no you can't (laughs) what the heck (laughs) Shut up, just shut up, shut up. (laughs) She blared, shut up by black eyed peas. She just says, you're not to tell anyone ever. No, but then went to my friend's house, like had a great New Year's because I was like, again, I've told my mom. Yeah, another step done. You know, get out of the gaff. Anyway, cut forward to two weeks later, my dad, the Monday, my dad's gone back to work 
And then he literally left to collect my sister that evening from where she was working. And then my mum was like, so hadn't spoken to me in the meantime, by the way, in those two weeks about it whatsoever. <laughs> and then she was going, so are you going to tell your dad tonight or what? And I was like, what? And I was like, well, I was ready to tell him two weeks ago, but like, what? Now I have to do it on your terms. And she's like, well, I can't keep the secret from him anymore. I can't tell him. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And I was like crying. And I was like, mom, it's not that easy. Like I was like, so start crying anyway. Dad comes in the door and I'm like up the walls because I've been crying. So yeah. I was like, I ran to the biscuit cupboard and just threw my head into the cupboard. And my dad comes into the kitchen with my sister and then he's like, everything all right? Obviously, my mom looks stressed off her tits. And I had my head in the cupboard. And he was like, what's going on there? And I was like, nothing, just getting biscuits. <laughs> Side note, it's weird that everyone has a biscuit cupboard in their house. Yeah, it's so Irish, isn't it? The, the tree cupboard. But then um, took my head out and he saw that I was crying. And he was like, what's going on? What's go-? mm. I was like... Um, I'm gay or whatever and he was like oh my he's like what do you mean you're gay and I still remember and he was I was like I'm gay and he was like what and he was like have you ever been with a guy and I was like no and I hadn't been I'd never yeah. even kissed a guy prior to this because again I think it's the notion that Cork is so small I was always fearful that someone would find out yeah. but I was like I know I am and he was like well what do you like about good boys and I was like and my sister was like dad shut up <laughs> and he was like no and I was like dad I was like what do you like about girls and then he was like well I like their shape <laughs> and then I was like oh my god and then <laughs> and basically again he just like he had to go into the sitting room then and have a cigarette for like 10 minutes and my mum yeah. was like she was like kind of crying she was like well at least you told him and I was like I've told him I was like I can't do he came back in then once he'd calmed down and was like listen he was like, I still love you regardless. And he was crying and it was all so dramatic. Aww. And I remember just being sweating like I've never sweated in my life. Like the heat, like I'm already rosacea as it stands. Can you imagine the rosacea situation yeah. at that point? And he was like, again, it was that notion of he even said, and he was like, when I was growing up, he was like, we knew one gay lad growing up. And he was like, he, we used to give him such a hard time. Mm. And he was like, I f- feel so bad for it. But he was like, we used to call him bum bandit. And he was like, I can't accept the notion of like people being like that to my son he yeah. was like so it came from a place of worry again yeah. you know what I mean it's it's always that's it it's always like they just know it's going to be a harder life because we're like the other you know I felt like I got like a power yeah like oh I love that yeah we need to hug sorry give me a hug <laughs> we're here we did it for me as well so like that year I told my mum and dad that I was dropping out of university <laughs> to go and like do performing arts and I, like my dad even says so you have to come out twice <laughs> my dad says he found it easier to take I think that I was gay than me dropping out of uni. university because I was he thought I was like throwing my life away and look at me now with my successful podcast <laughs> so eat them apples life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if AI could fold your laundry and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so I guess that just about sums up our coming out stories, really, doesn't it? Yeah, there's obviously more to tell, but we didn't mm. want to make this podcast 20 hours long and bore people to death. Exactly. Know? We want to keep it commute friendly, honey. Oh, yeah, so you can listen to it on any public transport of your choosing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if you drive, pop that on the radio. Yes, do it. Plug in that aux lead or whatever you kids do in the cars. <laughs> that AUX cable. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do because I'm gay and I can't drive. <laughs> Stereotype bit. No, but seriously though, if you like, if you're listening to this and it has affected you in some way that like you're not out of the closet yet, yeah. or like, or you just feel like a bit triggered, mm-hmm. like hop in our DMs, babe. We're here to talk. Yeah, honestly, like if there's something you want to share and you don't know people that you feel comfortable sharing it with, like yeah. get in touch with us and we'll offer you some like. Lens near. near. Yeah. You know what I mean? Think so. of me as Oprah and Kevin as Gail. <laughs> Gail? Gail's Oprah's best friend. <laughs> I'm not the best friend, bitch. Yeah. I'm Oprah. So I'm Oprah, Kevin's Gail, oh and we're ready to talk. Guys, tell us on our social. We're going to have a poll on Instagram. Who's Gail? Who's the Oprah and who's the Gail? Who's the Michelle? Who's the Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> no. What, what about Kelly? I'd settle for Kelly, to be honest. Yeah, anyway, no, seriously, though, if you if you do want to chat, we're here and we're always... No. That's what this podcast is about. Yeah. Okay, also, from Monday on, guys, we're starting something that we're really excited about. Yeah, so we're going to start a new thing called MCM, which is not Man Crush Monday. No, I forget we're, what you heard. We're not being those toddy gays who's going to post <laughs> some, like, hot man. We're doing Mammy Crush Monday. So get those pinks of your mam looking all kinds of glam into us. We're talking MCM. Um, Mam Crush Monday I love yeah. it We know it won't be hard Because all these mams Are just serving glamour On the daily <laughs> Yeah so I think We'll probably start off With a pick of one of our mams Maybe yeah. But do submit them Maybe if you have a funny story About your mam Or just tell us Like a little anecdote Or something You know, We want to hear that We want to. That's the content We want to see Exactly Or you know what else I love Is like um, Screenshots of messages Between oh, people text. And their mams yeah. Even something like that and like, Or with a picture of your mum It'd be great Get to feature Get creative Go crazy honey <laughs> Let's go Art Attack <laughs> <laughs> Oh also Lastly We didn't have a guest on this week mm-hmm. Just because Our shame was the guest <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Our shame growing up No it wasn't But like we just Didn't have time for a guest With this whole st- It was just a long story The guest out. was our closet We jumped out of that bitch <laughs> And we kicked that guest to the curb <laughs> The closet was found shaking We will have guests in the future We promise mm-hmm. Yeah exactly cool. We I just have a lot to say We just got a lot to say So yeah let's definitely wrap it up Let's wrap it up in true mammy style Okay go on Talk to you later Talk to you later Sophie <laughs> Go on nice see chat, you later, Go on talk to you but don't that phone. Stay safe now. Go on, bye. Go on, mind yourself. Go on. Go on. Tell your mum I was asking for. Go on, bye, 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 bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.